What's up, y'all? It's your homies, Overachievers Podcast. It's me, Dominic Armin Galliano. <laughs> threw in the middle name? Yeah, it's the most important part. Oh my god. For Italians. Oh man. I'm yeah, white exactly. people. And what's, what's up guys? I'm Charlie and Vash. Oh yeah, I'm Ashley Pastrami. I mean I feel like with a name as ridiculous you as You wanna mine, start that? No, I don't want to start, start that over. over. Uh uh-uh. uh. I I, I I meant to do what I did, all right. I'm sure <laughs> but guess... like with a name as stupid as mine, I, I usually well people either just call me Ashy or Pastrami, like in in whenever I'm playing games or something, like, hey Ashley, did you get that? Or Pastrami, what's what are you doing over there? Why are you doing so bad? So like I don't know that's memorable right? <laughs> hey, hey meat snacks. Hey meat snacks. Hey deli pelly. Hey deli pelly. Nice. Yeah, that's inside. Uh, what's inside up, guys? You can. You can <laughs> that's right. I forgot about. I forgot about the war chest yeah. with all the sausages. We can, we can and everything explain that like later. That. <laughs> that's gonna. That's gonna. I have to find that photo. I'll have to do that. Uh, what's up, you guys? You can follow us on Instagram at overachievers podcast, and then you can follow us on Twitter at overachievers overachievers p on twitter yeah if you can you know if you like this podcast just leave us a review on itunes let us know what you think and uh yeah you can ask us some stuff to talk about with the hashtag ask oap on twitter yeah we really want to give you guys a big shout out you know not too long ago we broke a thousand followers and since then we've broken 1400 followers so like like all the kind words and appreciation we've been shown and all of our friends and family and then also people who we don't know personally who've checked us out and 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 gave us some support thank you so much you know 1400 followers and and w- when did we actually start like two three months ago I don't know, like yeah like two months ago yeah this I, is episode six so it's six yeah about two months yeah that's pretty that's pretty cool i really really appreciate that from everybody so thank you so much yeah, it's pretty wild. So just growing, just growing. You know, it's just a growing growth. Charlie little is a part of part of life. No, it's not us. Sure, that ain't us. <laughs> anyway, what's good, Dom? How how have you been in the last two weeks? Really good, really good. I mean, you know, as as those of you in the world know, uh, almost every other episode we have someone on. Our buddy Corey was supposed to come on. Unfortunately, he had some family emergency stuff. It's me, me, and Charlie. You know, so I'm gonna break up the scheduled deal but other than that it's all good you know it's not bad that he couldn't come and uh, you know but it's uh he you, when you got something to take care of you gotta do it first you know and luckily Corey's a, yeah. a hard homie of mine been friends since we were in high school uh playing in bands and video games stuff together for a long time so he'll come on next he's in the band patent pending you want to give a chance check them out you'll hear about them when he comes on a uh, really fun pop punk band that actually has a lot of video game nerd shit entwined like their biggest not biggest song but their their one youtube or their one music video on youtube went huge because it was about i think it was called like super mario like it's a really funny uh music video with mario stuff in their band they're actually sponsored by g fuel which is funny because oh, really? yeah whenever you think g fuel g fuel you think like you know upshaw yeah upshaw and like people <laughs> who are sponsored by them like video game uh jump offs but, yeah yeah but good man you know i'm chilling dude like falls here falls my jam i'm a big fall guy happy that the sweaty thick humid summer is finally starting to chill out you know what i mean yeah it's it's nice i, I love this time of year it's personally Dude, it's wearing a hoodie favorite. some jeans like i could bike and not sweat <laughs> you know what i mean yeah i'm chilling man how you doing great doing good i'm just kind of chilling you know it's uh i've been off for two weeks how's it and feel this 
It's, it's two weeks has flown by, dude. Yeah. It's amazing how fast the day goes when you have nothing to nothing. do. Nothing. I did, well, I just see you posting so much stuff with, with uh, Archie. It's just so much Archie stuff. That that video of him licking your head. For those of you who don't know, Charlie's bald. And apparently Archie likes Charlie's head. Just licking his head for a solid minute. Yeah. And apparently he... Uh, I think... Like, so my head started to break out. So I'm guessing it's because of him. Prob- oh, it had to have been. So, Dogs' mouths are yeah. gross. We should not be anywhere near their mouths. <laughs> No, actually, dogs' mouths are cleaner than ours. I don't. I don't know if I believe that. That can't be. You didn't hear the story of that dude who like the dog licked his leg and they had to lose. He had to amputate his leg. But it, yeah, I did, I did hear about that. <laughs> okay. I, I take it. Back. Don't lose your back. head, dude. All right, we need that. Yeah. But yeah, man, two weeks so far, and then you're not because you're not working probably until like next year, right? Next season. March right now. Yeah, yeah. chilling, man. The next the next full time thing happens. Uh, Basil yeah, you're gonna work. Happens in March. I'm sure you'll do like some here and there, but I mean. Yeah, I got some VR stuff coming up that I'm kind of looking forward to. But like, I like not red? having to work. I did that see the kind of crazy red sensor it's VR. Sixteen sensors thing. with with like six different independent streams coming out of it. Uh, I think it's like some crazy fiber direct fiber connection and whatnot to it. I don't know. I haven't really seen. It I in thought person, VR was I, dead I, in the video world and the video game world, and it just won't die. It's not. It's not like three D's dead. It's not like three D. But like, man. It is still kicking. Like you still hear about like I feel like you still hear about like Sony VR stuff because I feel like they were the ones that were doing it right, like Sony stuff when when VR was popping yeah. the video when it was had its you know moment of glory. I mean, it is the future. VR gaming will be the future. It just it's in its infancy right now. Yeah, they're just gonna work out a bunch of stuff. I know they had, came out with the new or they announced the new Oculus uh, without wires. Really, VR gaming, which is pretty wild. I, I tried the Oculus. It was definitely cool. It it wasn't anything that like jumped out at me. But again, like th- we're in the infancy of this, and I know at some point we're gonna have headsets that are better than our monitors, probably, and they're just in our face, like we're in it, like we're fully immersed. So that's like, yeah, it's yeah. it's called the Oculus Quest. Oh. Apparently, it's like a it's it's fully like no wires attached, like fully immersive. Uh, I guess it's a game console. I don't know. I haven't really looked yeah. into it too much, but yeah, something to check out. Because I mean. It, it, Especially like for streaming, whenever you get to the ground floor of something that will be huge and you're like known as being one of the first, you've solidified your place. And I feel like in, in a certain niche, you know, like. Oh, I guess it's its own thing. Because hmm. uh, Oculus was yeah, PC looked, based, wasn't it? Yeah, I have an Oculus Rift and it's pretty awesome. I do enjoy it, but you need to have a badass PC. Yeah. So you have like, you know, this, this $300 Rift, this headset, and then you need to have like a 1000 or $1,200 PC. <laughs> yeah. And not everybody has this, but apparently exactly. this thing is. It's own deal. Four hundred bucks. What? And it's and it's uh, its own standalone thing, which I think is that's very pretty smart. cool. Yeah, that's pretty. Uh, that is smart. Like as time goes on, I feel like video game studios and developers and stuff, and you know, like all the the three major peeps or four, I guess, with PC, will realize that the more cost effective these things are, the more available. Like like obviously, Fortnite is the prime example it's free and there's like a gajillion people playing it i mean granted it's not free you have to have the console but i mean like (laughs) that's the perfect example you know yeah technology ain't cheap and and it's almost like it's an exclusive deal to have certain of these things like xbox one x a really strong pc whatever like it's like you're exclusive by having this you know so i mean like that's why like starcraft has always been the best example because they make it so that anyone could play it 
the games themselves aren't expensive. Like they want it. They want it's like soccer. They want every person in the world to have StarCraft. <laughs> like if you have if you have anything that like the cheapest PC, it doesn't matter. Like probably a Chromebook could play StarCraft. I'm not even kidding. Like not cheapest, but I yeah, mean like, you're probably right. Uh, like no matter how strong your computer is, I mean you know that's really smart. If it's like Intel web graphics, oh yeah, it'll play. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised if it's a Java based StarCraft. I mean the original one somewhere. I think was. Uh, I mean, it was definitely a, um, it, what did they call it? DOS? Not DOS, DOS. Wasn't it a DOS, DOS base, yeah. like MS DOS or something? Yeah. I don't know. T- text based. Major Mud, StarCraft. Because, like, on, you can go on, <laughs> <laughs> you can go on the internet and you can find an MS DOS Warcraft 2 and you could play Warcraft 2 on the internet. Just MS, I think it's like ms.rom.com or something like stupid website like that. Oh my God. Like if I have, to, if I have any time, like if, if work has ended and I have to wait for like jujitsu practice or something, I'll just play Warcraft two on my work computer until I have to go, until I have to go to like class. It's hilarious. The fact really? that that's, that's amazing. It's the best. Yeah. Speaking so all day, of, you know what he's doing. If you're, if you're listening, he's not listening. <laughs> thank goodness. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? This is nerd. All they would listen for five minutes and be like, right, I'm done. <laughs> Yeah, no, he would. He absolutely would. But going back to computer stuff, do you have your 2080s yet? I do not. I'm actually looking it up right now to see what my uh, see what my status is on. It. Have you seen the benchmarks have come out? I have not seen anything like that. So here's the thing. I feel like the 2080s sets itself apart from the 1080s in the realm it's definitely better like the specs are better but i feel like a single card specs are so minimally better that it just doesn't justify the cost but dual cards are like holy shit out of this world dude it is like insane mm-hmm. the power that flying to 2080s has it's like pretty intense like like a, a jay's two cents do you follow him Mm, Jake's two cents is my go-to guy for YouTube videos on tech and computer stuff, specifically computer stuff. He has like been doing computer stuff for a long time. Big follower. Shout out to Jake's two cents. Uh, homeboy gets everything beforehand, does crazy benchmarks, crazy testing. Does a lot of giveaways too. But he just did one on the 2080, obviously. I mean, the, there's a couple now and uh, man, it is strong with two cards. It is like pretty intense. And I, that, I, you know, the ray tracing on stuff. I feel like it's meant to do harder power. Like I wouldn't get, I wouldn't get 2080 myself. I, have, I don't need that power. I'm gonna wait for the 1080 to go down a little bit, and then I'll probably get a 1080. But like, I, I personally can't justify the need for having a 2080. But like, if you're, if you're, if you're doing some like, if I was streaming, playing 4K games on my computer at the same time, I would 100% think that a 2080 would be the way to go and like do that off your graph, do the obs off your graphics card but it was like it's intense specs for two cards single card i can't justify it i would never but if i had the money i would do like two cards would be the way to go that's you you did two cards right yeah i did the uh, uh, 2080 ti founders edition two of them it's sexy i got the sli card it's right here oh really yeah yeah i got to see this is the uh the nvidia bridge Oh, wow. Right here. That came. Yeah. But the, uh, I just checked my order. It says it's still processing. Interesting. So I, fe- I don't know when they're supposed to ship. Yeah. So. I mean, I feel like also like the people who do like the videos on, oh yeah, there you go. That's it. I saw Yeah. That was in the video. I saw that. Oh, wait a second. Catch. I d- oh my God. I have kittens now, by the way. I don't know if I mentioned this before. And I just heard something fall over. One second. Do your thing. What are you doing? 
So the reason why I got the 2080s, for me at least, some people would think it's a little overkill. So I do a lot of video transcoding and a lot of work-related stuff like editing, and I need essentially the fastest processing I can get to be able to effectively you know, render out as fast as possible. For cause be, Because for me in the film industry, time is money. So when you're working with 8K files and you need to be able to render them as fast as possible, like to be able to get real time is ideal, but you want to have like 48 frames per second. So what were, you, what were you saying? I was just explaining why I was, uh, why I was going, why I bought 2080 TI cards. Oh, that's funny. Because I need cards. The best thing is you could have just cut that out, but it's, I, that was a good idea. So these goddamn, so kittens are little monsters world. L- people listening, they're sweet and loving and the one to snuggle, but also they like jumping on your table and knocking off the coasters just because why not? And then playing with them. Yeah. Why not? Why not? I would do that too. I guess if I could, uh, but yeah, so I'm excited for you to have those. I'm excited to see what you could do with those. Cause I'm sure this will be, they're just going to do so much. There's so much power. Yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Like I'm, I'm going to do some benchmarking stuff. Like I have, I have a, a, a copy of, what do I have coming in? Um, scratch for PC. What's that? To kind of see scratch is, uh, it's what the old red city used to be. Oh, okay. So like assimilate scratch, Yeah, you know, that company. Yeah. Yeah. So essentially scratch makes, they make, you know, windows and, and Mac based applications for transcoding and whatnot. Oh, okay. and so they're one of the few companies that has ProRes for windows. Oh, okay. I, I know red can do it too, but like, yeah. no, I need more processing than that. So I have a bunch of files ready to go. Um, once it comes out, once the 2080s come out, I'm going to do a whole bunch of benchmarking with my current system with the 1080s, yeah. and then I'm going to do with one 2080, and then I'm going to do with two 2080s. Which, Although what's I your processor? Only, uh, I have a 1700X oh, okay. AMD. Yeah. So, been thinking of upgrading to the Threadrippers, but I need to have a gig come up to justify it. Yeah. Because so, it's like an extra like $2,000 to upgrade all that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. I mean, the, you know, they say the 2700X is also a great uh motherboard or not motherboard a cpu right now and that's only i think a four or five hundred really oh yeah as opposed to the 1700x i guess yeah yeah the yeah i can it's the same chipset right like i could just it's the, pop it, it is this is the second it's the second I mean, yeah the x version are the second gen of the amds but yes it is the yeah. same chipset i will take a look at that yeah dude uh, actually no, i'm sorry they went good. down now they're 300 dollars what? Yeah, man. Dude, I I bought mine for three hundred. Yeah, on Newegg right now, free shipping, no tax, three hundred nineteen dollars. The twenty seven hundred X is a core. It's a core three point seven gigahertz, uh, overclocking, blah blah blah. Wow. Second gen, it's great. That uh, people really like that one in in regards to all of the Ryzen's. Like when I rebuild, I might I'm going to do that. Like definitely. Yeah, I, I liked my Ryzen. Uh, it was good for us. I like, I know that people say gaming, you should go Intel. But, I mean, like, any kind of video editing, any kind of video editing or coloring or any 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 situation where you need the multi-core, definitely Ryzen, in my opinion. Yeah. Uh, well, this should work on my motherboard, then, because I have an X, X370. You got, and this is yeah, oh, yeah, that's right. You had the second gen, just the, the lower version. Yeah, 100%. It'll work. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Ordered. Did you just do it? Yeah. Get it. <laughs> I just did, yeah. That's hilarious. I, you know, 300 bucks. It's, it's nothing. a work expense. Exactly. Yeah, it's, it's yeah, in, in our industry, it's nothing. Everything is a work expense. Everything. Yeah. 
but uh, the reason why I went AMD is, like you said, because I need something for editing. Because yeah. this system here is primarily an editing system yeah. to start. Yeah. Uh, everything else is is good after that, but I needed to have that kind of stuff um, for work. So, hundred percent. Yeah, it's interesting uh, the way that I don't know how their technology does it, but like the Ryzen's are just made for really optimizing multi-core functionality. Yeah. So especially with like uh, Adobe Adobe system or uh, uh, um, applications, like hundred percent, the Ryzen is better. It's it's like pretty crazy. Yeah, I think I might just order some new RAM too while I'm here. So, uh, what you been playing lately? <laughs> I only have 16 gigs in this guy. I didn't realize that. So, I mean, 16 gigs is fine realistically, but 32 is way nicer. Well, if I'm doing more, more stuff, then yeah. yeah anyway, while while I'm here, anyway. Uh, <laughs> what you been playing? What you doing? Which, what games you playing? Uh, so I finished Spider Man. I platinumed it. Of course you did. Yeah. Do you do you, you have the total, total time that it took the platinum? Uh, I did. I can find out. Well, I played it on and off. Yeah. So I played it like in the morning, and then I you know play with the dog, go to the gym, that kind of stuff, and then I would come home, play it, and then I, I'm back into Destiny as well. We'll talk about that in a second. Yeah, obviously. But um, yeah, Spider Man's really awesome. Like I love great. the swinging mechanics. It's so good, dude. It's so like, good. anything you sent uh, me, I was like, that is beautiful. Yeah, it's just very, it's fun. The only thing I thought was kind of dumb was uh, doing all the crimes at the end of the end of the game. Well, there's to, like little events. Yeah, they're like little mini events, but they take like two to three minutes to complete. But then for them to pop up, it's like three to five minutes. And then you have, if you don't do them as you go through the storyline, it just takes forever because like you have to do a total of 20 per section and then you have to do like financial district, Greenwich, yeah. Upper East Side, yeah. Upper West Side, Harlem, Central Park. It's just like, I think there was like a total of like eight different sections of the city like, that you had to do. The, is that statistically annoying. correct? Like, do crimes pop up that often? Yeah, I mean, yeah, probably. <laughs> probably faster. Not, not, in the, not in the sense of how the game was doing right, it, exactly. but, uh, realistically. But, yeah, if I had a yeah, PlayStation, you, I would 100% play that game because it just, I, I'm oh, a big Spider Man fan and it just looks really fun. Yeah, I mean it was it was great. Like I I really enjoyed it a lot. Like, I, me- I remember when the game was first being teased. A lot of people said it was like Arkham Knight, all, all, like the Batman games. Did you get that feeling from it? No, I did not get that feeling from it whatsoever. That's cool. Um, I mean, I guess I, I could see why they would say that because it's a lot of the same thing. But I think it's, it definitely stands on its own. Like it doesn't have that same feeling from uh, what is it Rocksteady who does that? I think so. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, I still have the the last Batman. I haven't even opened. Oh, me! I have not played any of the Batman <laughs> games, and I know I should have because apparently they were fun. Like, I don't know. Yeah, not really my jam. That that type of like RPG. It just I don't know. It's just not really my jam. Yeah, but it's. Uh, I definitely recommend. It. If you're on the fence about playing it, like watch some streams. I did some streams of it, um, and uh, yeah, it was. I I definitely recommend it. So yeah, that's cool. It was a good time. What about you? What are you playing now? Uh, so I, I actually did a Halo Master Chief collection. I redid Halo one and it's, it's so it, the cool thing about the, 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 the remaster is you could toggle on and off the old and new graphics. And so it's really interesting to see, like, you'll be standing in a spot that looks nice. Like that looks super cool. And then you could turn, you could toggle back and it looks like garbage and you're like, man, this game does not hold up graphically, but it's just amazing that 
we're getting these remastered games and uh i I mean halo is a staple i feel like at least for me with first person shooters besides like you know counter-strike like halo and counter-strike were the two games that i got into that got me into like not competitive gaming because i've never like played professionally obviously but like actually like oh shit like i could be you know i'm like you know going to play like and like you know east Strasburg had uh games three like going to play there with my friends and like doing like land stuff with 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 buddies and basements and and things so like yeah like playing halo one was some cool nostalgia like nostalgia stuff happening like my buddy came over we played co-op like split screen played for a while and and it just it's awesome like it's cool to play games again that you play when you're younger. Like, you know, we're resident evil two coming out soon. Like definitely going to hop on that. Like one of the best horror games I think ever created, you know? Oh, I thought you were going to say something. <laughs> oh no. I was like, <laughs> but like the cool thing is, is I think we're going to hit this soon. I mean, it already is slowly happening. I feel like, but we're going to have what happened in the movie industry where it's all of our favorite games going to get remade. And it happens like games get remastered all the time, but I feel like we're going to get a like string of them and it's going to happen soon. Like there's like the game industry has to like not change necessarily like, but something has to adapt and like something has to change in the way of like the way we're interested in video game. I feel like we're in a weird area where it's hard. Maybe it's the internet because of this, but keeping interest in a specific game is tougher because of, you have so many people that like they play a game for an hour and then they write a dissertation on the internet of how why it sucks and it's like oh my god yeah. like come on dude relax but I, I i think that no matter what classics never die unless like they do it bad like we've seen remade movies that were just bad but like, people will still go to them oh my god like star wars prime instance i love everything star wars has done recently in regards to bringing back this 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 story for us but obviously there's giant hate for it. But the funny thing is even the people who didn't like the force awakens, 100% still went and saw, uh, last Jedi. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. like they, it does not matter how much garbage they spewed on the force awakens. They 100% still went and saw the next one, you know, mm-hmm. same thing. Like anyone who was like super overzealous about video games will play their favorite games from when they were a child if they get re- get remade oh yeah i mean in that aspect like i love the resident evil games like i thought the resident evil remastered for playstation was pretty good and now they're remastering resident evil 2 and man that game looks i think they're doing it from the ground up like it's a whole new engine for it same storyline same events that are still happening in it so if you still are you're if you're familiar with it it'll be good to revisit and i think you can play it now on not not the remastered one but like you can replay resident evil 2 if you have ps now oh yeah and you can which is kind of like revisiting is like backwards older classics uh, well, I just meant like PS Now is a service by PlayStation where like you could revisit old classics and play other games on your current gen system. Oh, cool! That's that's, nice. how, that's that's how they did their backwards compatibility right. thing, which is kind of BS in my opinion, but it's fine. Uh, and so I'm very much looking forward to Resident Evil Two. I loved that oh, it's game. Phenomenal. That, that game is one of the games that like really got me into thinking about video games as a storytelling device. Because they had a bunch of jump scares, like when the oh, liquor yeah. first came out, uh, like the thinking about how to solve puzzles between two characters and like leaving weapons for you know you could take 
all the weapons as Leon, but if you went and played the game again as Claire, like you didn't have any weapons available because yeah. Leon took them all. So yeah. you would kind of screw yourself. So it's just thinking about like how to strategically do this. So it's like games that do that are like that. I feel like that's when you think creatively ahead and mm-hmm. little things like that are huge and they make the game so much more fun. Yeah, it definitely does. I'm super into like, I think metal gear solid did this stuff a lot. Like, especially the older ones. Like if you saved a certain name as a, a thing, like the whole game changed, like shit like that, like little things where they make your interactions more immersive, especially across different characters is really interesting because video games are so linear, especially any RPG. You just, you go in, you do the story. That's it. Like nothing is ever different, but games that like, like that, for instance, like if you're a character and you use all the guns and your other character will not ever have guns in the game. That shit's cool. That's awesome. It's like, speaking of remakes, I remember when they remade Kingdom Hearts, they did like the Kingdom Hearts HD, like, I don't know, 1.5 remake or whatever the hell it was called. Um, I remember reading sometime after that, that they actually lost all the game data to the original Kingdom Hearts. They had to redo the remake. Like, it wasn't even like they were building off stuff. They had to like go find like old ass graphics and like take, like take things from like videos and stuff to remake the game because the game was just lost. They lost the original game oh data, God. which I back never, up your stuff. People back, yeah, up your well, stuff. back up your stuff. And I didn't realize this. I assumed that you could just almost data mine game data off of a disc s- somehow, but I guess that's not the case. And that was the case. We'd see more pirated video games out there, obviously, which I need yeah. to think about, but like, I can't even imagine being who who made that? Was it Square was it Square Enix? Square Enix. I yeah, believe. Square Enix made it. Like can you imagine like go into your boss, be like, Hey, I know you want us to remake this game. Turns out like Timmy down the fucking uh janitorial accidentally threw out our OG game disc, so we had to remake the whole fucking thing. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, I can't imagine that. That would be kind of Coding nuts. seems so terrible. Any kind of coding or like like software engineering stuff just sounds like it's just the worst and i'm sure people who are good at it like obviously like and they do the thing but like in in video games when there's ever a bug in the community it's like oh my god just fix it what are you doing like this is oh blah 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 it's like dude you don't know that could be like game crashing that could ruin everything just because you know those boots are brown instead of black you know yeah it could be it could be like you know the reason why they have like static things in the stack characters or environments in games is because it could just be like oh well they should, they should make it more realistic well, you know you know how much time and resources it takes it so takes much a ton. in game of thrones when it's like oh why aren't the dragons heavy in this episode well because that's a lot of time and money to get a cgi dragon even for five second shot yeah What's interesting is uh, Amanda and I visited a set of Game of Thrones, and I won't I won't give any spoilers or anything like that because we definitely got spoilers. But we I was talking with some of the, the the crew on there, and they said that the they tripled or quadrupled the amount of VFX artists they have on this for this last season. Oh, of course so they had to have. Yeah, it's 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 going to be bonkers. You got like a so. giant like zombie army. Two two real dragons, one dead dragon. Well, I guess that's a that's a spoiler. Shit, if you didn't. Well, well he, I mean, if you haven't watched it by now, yeah, you haven't watched it by now. Yeah, last it's like, oh my god, Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's father. Oh shit, spoilers! I hope you all know that. <laughs> I better not get an angry an angry tweet later. Ashy Bestrami, you ruined Star Wars for my child. That'd be hilarious. Yes, please, uh, please at Ashy Bestrami and and give him shit on Twitter. Please. <laughs> <laughs> Star Wars players. 
uh, yeah, man, remakes are cool. I'm into it. You know, when they did the Zeldas for the 3DS, I bought a 3DS only because they did Ocarina of Time and Majora's Mask, which Majora's Mask is one of my favorite games of all time. What's what's the the N64 one? I can't remember. Not, not Majora's Mask, the one Ocarina of Time. Ocarina of Time. That 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 I liked better than Majora's Mask, but that's just me. That's no, that's a lot of people. Majora's Mask is almost like a cult classic within the Zelda franchise. It like has this small following that's super oh my god my mom's call, my mom is actually coming today and bringing me a bunch of meatballs hold one second yes mother you put her on phone ma hey what's up what you doing then we're on the road oh yeah when are you gonna get here we have to stop at this door so we'll probably be go- like eleven thirty. okay you got meatballs you got meatballs of course, I have meatballs. How, how many meatballs did you make? Yes. I don't know. About a hundred. Hundred meatballs. You better yeah. you better save some for me, Dom. Yes. Yes. Okay. Well, tell your mama said say hello to your mother for me. Big pan of lasagna. Mom, I'm actually recording an episode of the podcast I'm doing with Charlie. Remember Charlie? I lived with Charlie for a bit. Oh uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We're, you're on the episode. I have you on speakerphone, by the way. I'm on the episode. Yeah, you're now? On, yeah you're on the podcast right now. Charlie says hi. Hi Charlie. Say hi. Say hi, hi. to the. Say hi to the fans. She won't hear me, but hi fans. It's fine. They- <laughs> <laughs> I love. I love your mother. Say hi. Hello. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I'll see you in a bit. All right. That's so good. That's that, that's staying in. That is one hundred percent staying in. That is one hundred percent staying in the podcast. Oh my god! Yeah, my mom's coming. She has like a hundred meatballs for me. I will hundred percent save you guys some. Please. Uh oh my god, Teresa, Teresa Galliano, the best. Bless, bless her. Um. Oh god, what were we? <laughs> I don't even. I don't even know. Like I was so distracted uh, by that. That was so good. Oh, you said. I think we were talking about Majora's Mask and Majora's Mask. It's funny because a lot of people either love it or hate it. I loved it because it was actually like one of the first like super dark video games in that franchise because the games were pretty lively in all ways. But Majora's Mask was dark in in, in the timeline of Zelda's. Uh, I think Majora's Mask happens if you fail to beat Ganon in Ocarina of Time, which is really cool. The timelines in Zelda's split into different uh, timelines depending on how you interacted at the end of a game of a previous game it's pretty it's that i love that like zelda has been the most consistent game i've ever played in my life and uh the fact that they have that going on for like the later games is fucking wild yeah um something i do want to talk about we didn't we didn't really talk about it when it happened i was away and our our timing got kind of messed up was and it's it's hard to talk about it and obviously if you don't if you want to cut to a little further after this we're going to talk about the shooting that happened in florida and obviously it was terrible three people died i think nine people got shot uh including the 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 person who i won't say his name uh you know did this this terrible act when he came into this pro tournament and after he lost and, and shot it up but the the light at the end there is there was just an article that came out a couple of days ago Timothy O'Leary and Salimo is gonna is, who who was shot three times at at this event is coming back to uh, gaming. He uh, oh, he, that's great. He, yeah, he almost lost his thumb, had a couple surgeries. He is and uh, he had, he got picked up by um, Bucks Gaming, which is the affiliate to the Milwaukee Bucks, and he'll he's coming back to gaming soon if he hasn't already come back by now. 
So it's like some way at the that's, end of a of a tunnel there, you know. That's a nice like uh it's a nice like thing to to you know I don't know what do you want to call it. It's just it's it's nice to hear that after like a terrible thing happens, yeah. like if they're not letting it get get down, you know. I mean, not, you can, in in any down. instance of terror, if you don't if you don't keep doing like your thing, like that person won or, or that group or whatever, and like that's what they yeah. want. Like anyone who does something that drastic, they're doing it because they want people to feel bad. But like something like this, like yo, Timothy, man. Real, real big props to you. Still, still keeping it going, and almost lost his thumb. Like, it's, it's like seriously, like a football player losing their leg. Like, you, it's, that's obviously yeah. critical to continue your profession. And this dude, and awesome, like the Milwaukee Bucks picked him up. Like, it's just, it's a good, it's a good ender to what would have been a, a tragic story, I think. And like, you know, such a, it, obviously, like shootings happen in America. They happen all over the world, but they happen in America a little more frequently, unfortunately, and. To have one happen at a gaming event where professionals are and and people in the audience are there, it's just like it's kind of close to home. Like I, I obviously I think I speak for anyone that says they they feel a certain type of way when there is some kind of shooting and you hear about it. It sucks, regardless if you know someone or not. And like obviously like you know we didn't know anyone there, but the fact that it happened mm-hmm. in something that we're we're a fan of, like it, it, it makes you feel a certain type of way. You know, I remember when that happened, I, I just like. I just like chilled for a minute, like it just like in silence because I didn't know how to think or feel. It was just such a crazy like that could like we could be at any event and that could happen, but you know when it's something yeah, you're a part you of. Could be walking down the street. You exactly. Could be like at a coffee shop getting a coffee. Like yeah. it's it's unfortunate that that stuff happens, but that yeah, is unfortunately. But the reality, big shout so. out to Milwaukee Bucks. Big shout out to Timothy and Salima. Big shout out to anyone um, who who made it out of that alive. Obviously, we think about that all the time and think about you also. Boom. Stoked on stoked on Timothy continuing his career. Well, talking about the the Milwaukee Bucks kind of picking up. Do you hear this thing about uh, Cheddar Game Cheddar Sports? Yeah, like starting yeah. up with like an affiliate with Twitch. Yeah, uh, you talk a little bit about that because I think you know more about it than I do. Yeah, I've been following it because it's 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 pretty interesting. I I'm I'm really interested in the in the the direction of esports. Uh, news and content because in America it's only going to pick up like obviously we're still at this infancy like esports has been in America forever since you know video games have been like a thing but it's still not gotten to a place of mainstream yet you know obviously in like parts of Asia even in Europe a lot they're like esports are a bigger deal you know between like Starcraft and Counter-Strike you know Starcraft and and League of Legends and stuff in in Asia and like Counter-Strike in Europe Esports are already solidified in their position, but we haven't we haven't had that yet in America, which is very interesting. You'd think that it would have been picked up on, but slowly but surely we're seeing more like venues do esports media and content. And uh you know, like you got that place in there's a stadium being built on the West Coast. We have the Barclays. I think Barclays does over Overwatch League and then Madison Square Garden does ESL for Counter Strike and Starcraft. I think that's how it goes. I might have mixed those two's up, two up. But we're we're seeing a, a big a big jump in esports coverage and stuff in America. And so Cheddar, who I believe does um, they do like streaming broadcast news, they're starting Cheddar Sports, which will be a a, a live stream special uh, on Twitch directly every like Thursday or Friday, which is pretty cool because. That's a, that's a new, a new news segment that's going to be going to a website that already people flock to for video game stuff. 
And uh, I'm really interested to see how that goes because I think, you know, we have ESPN does ESPN esports now, and they're like obviously a, a their top dog in sports. And when I first heard that they were doing esports coverage, I was like, wow, this this is like this is the step in the direction. And now we're seeing other broadcasting stuff start to pick it up. And this is interesting. I'm 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 because I don't I don't need a cable subscription unlike ESPN to to check out Cheddar. Now I got, now I have a a, a free uh, availability to esports coverage via Twitch. I'm stoked yeah, personally. That is pretty awesome. I'm going to have to start following them and and to get, uh, check that out because I, I'm very curious as to following that er, immersion of esports in the United States. Um, mainly because like I've been working, I can't really say what it is, but I've been working on some kind of esports work, uh, like the documentary work and, yeah, uh, yeah. about the new BlizzCon stuff coming up. So my interest is peaked just because like I'm a gamer. Yep. I like this stuff. I would love to see more of this happen in and around where I live because I know I think it'd be fun to go to an, an esports event at Barclay Center or something like that and oh, check yeah. it out just to see what it's like. I think actually so. Overwatch League might be happening this weekend. I think the 29th. Really? I think today, actually. Overwatch League is at Barclays. I'm almost positive. But yeah, I think the first special for Cheddar Sports is at TwitchCon on October 27th. So, I mean, I'll be tuning into that. I'm pretty stoked on that. And I, I also want to go to TwitchCon at some point. I think that'd be a fun a fun deal to go to and just see like... where Where's that based? I don't know. I think... It, I, I want to say Florida. I, I don't know why I want to say that. Do we have to go to Florida? Th- that's the thing is I hope it's not because who the hell... You know, no offense to Florid- Floridians. But... uh no, it's October 26th, 26th. I just, oh no, that, oh, we were talking about. Uh, and that's Overwatch in San League. Jose, California. Okay, so that's nice. We go to, I'll go to California. Yeah. Shit, man. Yeah. That's not bad. Man, these tickets are more expensive than Comic Con tickets. That's not, <laughs> well, I, I don't know. It depends on when you bought your tickets. For yeah, me, it's Charlie. about the same. <laughs> Who, yeah, uh, I love you. Uh, I forgot then, about it, dude. I, I've been, yeah. I was working. Yeah. I was working. I've been going to Comic Con. 10 months. This is my eighth Comic Con in New York, NYC Comic Con that I'm, that I'm going to. And my buddy Jose and my buddy Eddie, we always keep the lookout for when tickets start. And all three of us will get in the virtual queue to get the tickets. And whoever gets the first one just buys it for the homies. That's just how, that, that's like the, the last five years. Cause you didn't always have to do this, man. The first Comic Con I ever went to, our buddy showed up last minute and got in line to get a ticket, and we just went in. Like that's how yeah. much Comic Con. Comic Con has changed so much. Uh, not last year, the year before that, they had to close down Artist Alley because too many people were in the physical uh, room of it, which is a giant oh part of Barclays. Artist Alley is a massive part of Barclays, and they had to close it. It was crazy. I've never seen that in my life. I love it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, it's uh, it's great. I can't remember the last time I was there. I think was it. I think three the last time I was ago. there was with. Was it three two, years ago? 2015. Oof. You came. Oof. You came in your Assassin's Creed, and Amanda was, I think, uh, Beetlejuice. Yeah, she was Beetlejuice. Yeah, yeah, that was you guys. You guys are good. That was good. Yeah, because I was end up. I ended up working that event because I was doing something with T.J. Miller, uh, and the other guy from. I can't remember. I don't watch the show from Silicon Valley. Yeah, yeah. So, um. The guy who's now the Verizon spokesperson. Oh, yeah. Because uh, they were doing something for Smirnoff or something like that. Yeah. And I was, happened to know all the producers who were shooting that. So it, yeah, was, yeah. it was cool. It was a good time. Yeah, I'm, I'm excited for this one. We'll talk more about that later because we have a cool announcement to make in regards to that. But I'm ex- I, I, tw- like, it's funny because Comic-Con is like my yearly buildup of what I want to do. Like every year I'm like, 
all right, we're it, we're in we're in spring, almost at fall for Comic Con, and the summer comes like, all right, I'm at the beach, but I can't wait for fall for Comic Con, and then now here we are, yeah. like a week away. Fuck, I, I, it just went my. It's funny because there's a certain schedule that me and my friends do. Like on Friday, we literally walk to every single booth like a zigzag because that's how like the aisles are set up. So we go down one, then go down the other. Every single booth we check out, and then if there's certain things like time that we want to do, we'll like break away for that. And then Saturday is just. A, a, a whatever type scenario you know but above mm. because my two buds who've been going with me forever they, they can't come saturday anymore so it's all good though oh that's a bummer it, it happens busy dudes my Do one you... buddy uh, owns a martial uh, karate school so he teaches karate yeah. so you know that's pretty cool <laughs> yeah do you do like the panels and everything like that as well or i did when comic-con wasn't so crazy because now you have to wait like an hour in line beforehand just to maybe get in for the panel and i'm just not i'm not doing that i don't care who it's for yeah i i've never really understood that i mean i guess like maybe i'm a bit biased because i work with some crazy talented people in the film industry so like i get to see and talk to these people for things i don't know i don't get really excited about much so what do you mean yeah panel wise like yeah like maybe if it was like okay so there's one last time or one of the first times i went to comic-con uh i waited to listen to a panel for uh the new deus ex when they were coming out on ps4 so i was pretty stoked about that but other than that i can't really i don't know it's hard for me to justify waiting online for an hour for something just to hear people talk about a project that i can just wait and you know check it out when it comes I de- out so. i definitely agree i do agree but like there's more so for comics for me because there isn't the same kind of media attention for comics than there are for like movies or, or tv shows like you know me and me and Huzzy and eddie once waited for like 20 minutes to get in for a um uh oh my god i'm blanking his name kevin uh mall rats what's oh my god please help me out here is it kevin smith huh? jesus christ i can't oh, believe i, I was like what are you talking about? Kevin. I we, wait, we waited for about. a while uh kevin smith to see one of his panels he talked about some comic stuff it was really cool to hear him speak just because he's a cool fucking dude like that dude's the man uh we, for, we did a kevin smith panel we went to we went to the panel with a bunch of like heavy hitting uh artists like i think it was like david finch and jim lee and a couple other guys for like comic stuff like so like those things are cool for me because they don't really get the attention that like movies or tv shows get like you know when they when there's a when there's an avengers panel like all the information that that you're seeing will be dropped online in a heartbeat we'll see videos of the whole panel probably like yeah whatever but the comic stuff is what i really get into in in any kind of artist stuff because you won't see that stuff afterwards you know what i mean the stuff they talk Mm -hmm. about and yeah like kevin kevin smith was doing pictures after the panel like my buddy's got i didn't do it just because i i I like kevin smith i'm not like that crazy about him but like my two buddies got it, took the picture. Like they were stoked. They got a couple of comics signed because he's done some comic stuff. Uh, but yeah, that's where I get excited for panels. But even so, the way how populated <laughs> fucking Comic Con is now, I can't justify. I can't justify doing it now because there's too many people, too too much big of a line. Yeah, I'm curious to see what they have this year. I don't really know what to expect. I'm kind of going to go into a blind. Yeah, that, so, I, mean, I, I, I only look at the schedule for artists and, and authors that are there that I'm really into because I might bring one of my books to have signed like any one of my, some of my favorite comic artists are there like every year. Like you got like Nick Dragata, who's probably my favorite modern comic artist. He does uh, East of West, the coolest, like my, my top dog modern comic. Uh, it's so fucking cool. And I just got this new comic called monstrous that came out a couple of years ago. And it, it the volume three, four, it just came out in September of this year. And it is so good. I forgot the artist's name, uh 
she's Japanese. I think it was. Either regardless, I I'm hoping that either of them are there because oh my god, I fall in love with this comic. It is so good. It is. It's like this like steampunk future not even future like it's its own time but it's like steampunky with like there's two factions there's the federation of man and then these are arcanics arcanics are like half breed between men and and like these like ancient magic wielding creatures and they're just fighting and it's just a cool plot line and the art is amazing oh sana takida her name is and she is just like her art is so it's so good it is insane the story is awesome, but like the art's mesmerizing. I'm I'm really into it. So I'm hoping that like anyone from Monstrous is there because I get spoiled. Like all my favorite artists in my comics are are always there, but like they're like I think they're under Image. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'd be really stoked if I can get a comic signed by them. That's I get spoiled, man. I got lucky. Like last year, I got limited edition cover of Shadow versus Batman signed by David Finch. I got some of my Power Rangers comics signed by um, Jason David Frank, who plays the Green Ranger throughout Power Rangers. Uh, for those of you that are into Power Rangers, I mean, I was super into Power Rangers as a kid. It was my favorite shit. Yeah. <laughs> it's like why <laughs> I got into martial arts. It's so funny. Oh, really? That's kind of oh, cool. 100%. I got into martial arts because of Power Rangers. It's, it, it was just such a funny thing to say. But I, I, I always get some good stuff signed and bring home some some goods. I, I, I get lucky in that regard. I'm not so much into comics. It's okay. Comics, I'm more, more going to be niche. there. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to be there more for the video game side of things. Yeah, which so. is nice because it's funny. New York and San Diego Comic Con, like obviously there's Comic Cons all over the country and world. Or not or cons in general, not just Comic Cons. But like New York and San Diego are the two biggest. San Diego is definitely more entertainment, like movie, TV show stuff all the Marvel things always come out of San Diego, but New York is nice dude. Cause New York is uh, toys, comics and video games like hard. There's been like some really cool video game stuff that's happened at New York comic con throughout the last couple of years. A lot of street fighter tournaments always when dragon ball, uh, fighters Z or fighters, whatever you want to call it dropped. They yeah. had a giant station there with people like tournament and like people just playing. There's every game has had. Sorry, cat stuff. Every game has had a cool station at New York Comic Con, and I'm excited to see what we got this year because I would love to talk to some people doing tournaments and stuff. And um, I'm yeah, agreed though the video game section there, but yeah, I, I've just been to comics as a kid. It's something that I'm really into, and I'm I'm lucky that I get to go to Comic Con every year and see some of the best artists and writers in the world doing their thing. Like yeah. the the new writer, what is his name? Uh. God, I can't remember his name. The, the new writer for the Darth Vader series under Marvel now. Because all Star Wars comics were owned by Dark Horse when it was LucasArts. But now it's obviously Marvel. And they have a nice new roundup of people doing the Star Wars stuff. It's, it's it, pretty rad. Oh, it's good. The Darth Vader series, dude. It's intense. It's dark. I don't know. But yeah, comics are for everyone. Like I, I And I totally don't blame anyone who doesn't like comics. Because they are kind of campy even the dark ones and the serious ones there's a campy element to it you know but i i, I just yeah i love comics dude I have, a, I have a lot of fucking comics not as you many as chris, chris both. yeah not as yeah. many as chris chris has i wonder if he actually got rid of his or if he still has no storage i i ask oh it's all storage <laughs> yeah the, he has yeah. all his favorite ones in the apartment but all the rest are like in storage he's got like so he many. probably has like thousands of oh them easily that, what are you doing easily so that'll be an interesting way to segment into saying that we're going to be uh 
Oh, is that cute? This is Polly Walnuts. That's Polly Walnuts. Yeah, Polly Walnuts and Uncle Junior, the two Sopranos characters on my cats. Uh, that's a good way of segmenting in the fact that, you know, the next episode we do, we're actually going to be doing a little live segment from Comic-Con. So yeah, boy. It'll be, it'll be good to, we thought it would be interesting to kind of, you know, mix it up a bit and like report on some things that we're excited about yeah, uh, it, on the day. It's going to be awesome. We're going to have like interviews. We're going to have reports. We're going to try to talk to some like industry professionals, pro gamers, whatever. It's going to be a nice little addition, I think, you know. Yeah, so it'll be an interesting way to you know to switch things up and kind of see you know if it works. We'll see. We'll get I th- some feedback. I think personally, think. I think it'll work, and I, th- I think doing stuff stuff like that is a really fun way to bring the outside world in to the podcast. You know, so like Comic Con officially starts on the fourth. We'll be there on the fifth, which is a Friday. So the weekend of the twelfth, or no, I'm sorry, the, the Monday after that. So it's the fifteenth. That's when that episode will air of our Comic Con adventure. So just be on the lookout for that. It's gonna be. I think it's gonna be a really fun, a little deal, you know. Unless that no reminds me, we us. have to get some. Yeah, or yeah, that could, that could be it. Uh, which reminds me, we need to get some stuff printed up for that to tell people about our podcast. Oh yeah. Oh, we could, yeah. It's a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, I think like, that's uh, an idea. We should get like a little QC code. So like like a little like maybe like a four by three thing with the uh, the logo and on the backs a QC code. People could scan it. it takes it to the podcast. Oh, that's oh my god. This is why Charlie. Like if I if I if 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 you weren't around, obviously this wouldn't have been an idea anyway. But like if somehow I was doing this on my own, I like I would never have thought of that. You're just so good with that shit. You're so good with that. I never even <laughs> would have thought of that. That's hilarious. Yes. Everything he you just said. Yes. <laughs> okay. Well we have a we have a week to get it, so I guess I will look into I can I can make up that. the uh, graphics and stuff for the actual thing. Uh I could have that like on Monday. I'm yeah. sure we could just get an easy printout somewhere. All right. We're doing I, it. I just I'll see. I'll see if I can look it up for like, I don't know. I don't know. Moo.com or Vistaprint. Right. Or yeah. 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 Just let me know. So, we Fuck only just yeah. need a sponsor who does these things. I know. Uh, hint, hint world. You know, it's funny because yeah. if, for not being sponsored by anyone, dude, we do give a lot of shout outs. We give a lot of shout outs, which is, we do get well, I don't care. Like, but like, man, like for like overcast, love overcast. What's up? Yeah. What's up? Overcast. What up? Well, we do our we do our ads and whatnot through Overcast. So they're great. Oh yeah. But yeah, we do. Oh. Yeah, we advertise on Overcast. Oh god, see, you just do things. You do things. You're so good. <laughs> yeah, we've gotten like we've gotten like a hundred subs from Overcast alone. Oh, it's so cool. It's crazy. Yeah, everybody loves this on Overcast. So I I just love that that app itself just because of the. Well, I didn't use it before. Now I do, man. You were right. It is so good. Yeah. What did you do? You use the uh, the web. Yeah, because I do it at work. At work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's great. I don't see like ever device. since I don't do the subway anymore because like, I bike to work. I don't do podcasts on my phone just because like I don't know. It's probably dangerous. <laughs> yeah, you got to pay attention. Yeah, you know, sometimes. Yeah, I have to pay attention. Yeah. Uh, I saw yeah. Mallory come in with a cat. Oh, did she come did in? She, or, yeah, she walked through. Oh, she probably walked through the the bed to the bedroom. Yeah, I uh, I have like I'm kind of like sectioned off to the left. That's, you I bl- you saw blinders that? on, yeah. I did, yeah. That's funny, man. Mal, you can't walk naked to the side of the uh, desk anymore. <laughs> Nothing. Uh, so let, another thing I want to <laughs> transition into is let's talk about the big news that just popped out: uh, cross-platform play on Sony. Yes. How serious? Yeah, they're they're is this? doing. This is pretty serious. So Sony's been very like my way or the highway kind of stuff oh yeah in regards to all any any sort of talk of crossplay. so the 
for them to come out and say, we're going to beta test and see what this is, is big deal. Because they originally talked about doing this with Rocket League. Yeah. And... Well, it was the thing, wasn't it? The, that never happened? Well, it, their, their quote-unquote cross-play was between PS4 and PC. Yeah. It's never through any other you know providers like Xbox or Nintendo. <clears throat> so... That's what they were talking. But now you can, you know, we should we should try this out and report on it and see what mm-hmm. happens. Um, but now apparently, I haven't tested it out because I haven't played Fortnite in forever. Yeah. Uh, but you can you can play with Xbox players on your PS4 in Fortnite so long as you guys are, you know, Epic friends or whatever. Right. Which is like so. That's obviously the door the the door opening to who knows. Yeah. You know. Well, when you have when you have something like a hundred plus million people playing a game and are calling you out for this, and yeah, you know, that's a pretty big voice, yeah, huge. And voice. they're like, "Why can't why can't I do this?" Why? I mean, it just honestly, it benefits Sony in the end. But yeah. Oh my God! Any healthy competition like that, where it's like where you're opening, like there's no, I like because like all my friends play on PS4, and I have to do it on my PC, which I it's I should like playing it on my PC, but I I kind of enjoy Fortnite on my Switch for whatever reason. Mm-hmm. And I can't. I couldn't do it. You know what I mean? Like if we play, I'll probably do Switch and PS4. Uh, but like, man, you're just you're you're having more people interact with your system in the long run, and like people are gonna PlayStation people will will be PlayStation people in the end. They're not gonna like for whatever reason switch over to Xbox just because like they're playing with their friends and their friends like, oh my Xbox is better. Like there's something to play PlayStation. Like come on, dude. Yeah, I've been a PlayStation guy for, you know, a while. Ever since I known plus, you. a long time. Ever since yeah. I known you. Yeah. I remember when we lived together, you like you had PS3 was still the thing and everything there was just a book or a bookshelf of PS3 games. That's the first time I played uh the remastered Shadow of the Colossus when we lived together, which was such yeah. a good remaster, but yeah, they like, remastered it again. Again? <laughs> for PS4. That's yeah. hilarious. I mean, th- people love that game talk about nostalgia yeah. people love i love that game but i mean this is big this is definitely big and uh, it would be nice to see where this goes because there's a lot of games <laughs> that would be yeah. very interesting to see it opened up the crossplay. yeah we'll see about if this works out it'd be interesting to see how something like i don't know like call of duty yeah maybe battlefield well, you know they, huge multiplayer games they did this with halo 2 they had crossplay between pc and uh xbox I'm, I'm almost positive that was that was what the thing was and people were complained because the pc players were better uh yeah <laughs> well that makes that makes sense i mean there there is i mean you're gonna have that on Fortnite as well unless you're like upshaw who can play on pc with a controller and just wreck people but you're going to have that either way just because mouse and keyboard has infinitely more input or less input lag and better input controls, you know, and faster building because you're limited. You have an entire X amount of keys that you can at your disposal as opposed to a controller with with a finite amount of keys. Yeah. So. And, and the interesting thing is, is I, I don't want to say that Microsoft opened up the crossplay possibility, but like ever since Microsoft cared more about their pc players and xbox players together and they started doing all the crossplay on those two platforms between pc and xbox i feel like that kind of did lead the way though for like having all these crossplay options because i mean 
you had Gears of War was was between which was crazy that they had it on PC too, uh, and then you had Halo Wars two did like crossplay stuff and obviously like Rocket League and shit. Uh, but I mean, I'm, I'm just like imagine imagine how much bigger the Destiny two universe would be if they opened it up between oh all the consoles God. or like you know with is Fallout seventy six also on PlayStation. It is, right? It is, it is on PlayStation. Uh, it's not going to be on PC. I had it ordered for PlayStation, but then I canceled it because I'm going to play it on PC yeah, as with the 20, 2080 TIs playing in 4K. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I'm going to be playing should. that and, and streaming that. I'm looking forward to that. So, I mean, imagine like that world being open. I mean, or, or like, you know, um, uh, Elder Scrolls Online, like any of those things. Because these are MMOs. Or not MMOs by heart, but I mean like they're like light MMOs console version and stuff like they would just be so much more interesting to see that many more people all together. I also wish that you could like game it, as we go in to see the level of integration between cross cross platforming go down the line. It'd be interesting to see like your, your characters and stuff saved across the platforms. Cause I would, I mean, we, I think we might talk about this, about this before. I would love to if I was ever solo playing to play Destiny on my computer, but then if I was with people, I'd play like on my mm-hmm. console, like Xbox, because that's all my friends. Oh yeah, have Xbox. absolutely. That would even if like you can save it. Like if it, I just wish it was kind of a compound, so that way yeah. I can yeah do that because that that'd be great. Because totally. I've been playing, so kind of to to go off tangent a little bit. I've been back in playing Destiny on Destiny Two on PS4, and I'm up to like five thirty light level. Oh good, um, not that far from me. Which is uh, which is fun, which is a lot of fun, but I've kind of run out of things to do. I guess there's a certain point oh during the God. week. Where there's you a lot of stuff to do. That's the thing. No, there's I still... meant like, I mean, there's a lot of stuff to do, but like, I'm kind of running out of ways to acquire powerful gear. Oh, so without yeah, okay, yeah. Just because I mean, I I have people to play with, but not everybody play. Like, I can really only play during the day because at night. Amanda and I will hang out, watch movies, or do something. Totally. So, like, I don't really play at night. So, by myself, there's really not a whole lot to do. And I'm like, I'm having things drop at like 500 light level when it's just like, it's not a whole lot to, you know, push me forward. I kind of totally. want to hit 540 just so I can start doing nightfalls. Yeah. So, I just but. hit 550, like five or something. And uh, we're doing a little harder thing. Like a couple of our, our dudes in our clan did the dungeon that just happened last week, which which was just found out. It's cool. This the fact that there's things that will be worth we'll be finding for a while is awesome. But there was like a a, a random hidden secret dungeon. <laughs> Mallory's uh, uh doing lint rolling her jeans or her pants, and she like made a noise and looked at me. She's like, "Sorry." <laughs> it's so funny living in an apartment and doing a podcast and stuff. Yeah, you should be sorry. All right. Uh, so yeah, she's a cast. You've been in three times, which is remember when we did the pizza thing. <laughs> yeah, don't ask questions. Uh, but like, we're we're gonna like two of our clanmates did the dungeon, which had five ninety level bosses at the end, which is nuts. Like they could probably, I mean, they could easily do Riven in the the new, which we did. We did the raid the other day. We didn't finish though. We got past the first encounter. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> There's six yeah, encounters. So you got your, you got your third. Third seed of light, which yeah. I I can't I can't even get my second one. I'm so pissed. Well, I've done probably I almost just said we'll hours. I've I've done hours and hours and hours. Of the blind well, the, the blind well, and I have not gotten it. You, you didn't do it during the cheese, or you did? Because there was the cheese where you could use the. Telesto. I know about the cheese. That's not. Yeah, no, it's it's not. gone, unfortunately. But that's how we did it. We just spammed that for so long, and I ended up getting it one night. Yeah, it was just frustrating. Yeah. I mean, it's it's fine because that's the grind we all ask for. Yep. But still, it's all like Jesus is all praise be on. unto him. 
Make it make it like a twenty percent drop, not like a three percent. Well, drop. now there's an easier way to get your third bite of seed, which I will not tell you how. Uh, okay, spoilers. Fine. Maybe I'll tell you on the side so I don't spoil it for anyone else. Okay. Uh, but yeah, uh, Dusty Two is in such a great place right now. I like it. I know we keep talking about it on this podcast, but like, there's a reason why we keep talking. I mean, I'm about a fanboy, so like, we're gonna like obviously like if we had like you know let's say like, if like Upshaw was on this regularly, we'd always be talking about Fortnite or something. Like, it's just when when it's the main thing you play, like you're playing Spider Man. We talked about Spider Man three times in the last three podcasts. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. we're gonna be doing it. Like, I'm if ever, <laughs> if we ever get a tweet like yo, stop talking about Destiny. I I maybe I'd think about it. But I'm a no, I'm a fanboy. Probably dude. not gonna stop them. Yeah, so. good place right now. A lot of good games in good places right now. Like, you know, I I got uh, Rise of the Tomb Raider, which I I yeah, you know I just started up. I I can't really give an impression on it, but it looks great. Yeah. So, Rise of the Tomb Raider is the last one that came out two years ago. Yeah, and now we're getting what Shadows of the Tomb Raider. Shadows. So I was I I didn't realize that because I saw that you had posted it in the Slack that you had been playing it. And I was like, oh, I just got that. Didn't realize Shadows. I just got Shadows. Is it out? Uh, or Shadows? Sh- yeah, yeah. It came oh. out. Uh, it came out last week, I think. Last oh sure. I really got to finish uh, Rise then, so I can check out how yeah, Shadows. Yeah, so I I finished Rise. I tried to platinum it, but then they added like a a challenge mode thing in there for some of the some of the trophies and some of them are just stupidly difficult and I, just, <laughs> I spent a good week trying to do it and i just couldn't do it i yeah. was tired of it um but i mean what, what are your impressions of uh this is beautiful of, of rise it looks like graphically it looks awesome and yeah. like the the difference in i'm not sure which which rise was not the first one where we had this laura croft right we had one more before that or no uh, I believe that is the case. Yes. Okay. Because this is the shadow is the third one. I believe. Okay. So the so. first one. So I didn't play the first one. Whatever one it was, which I assume you're looking up now. I, I'm, I'm going to look it up right now. I, remember remember, I, I forgot. I can't, I can't remember the name of it. Um, but Rise is the first one that I've played with this this uh, aesthetic of Laura Croft. This like super gritty, like kind of like intense, hard badass. Because you know, obviously the the first Tomb Raider is like pointy chest like pixelated garbage not garbage but like that's how it looks yeah. but like Lara Croft always had her signature look and I think this this version of Lara Croft is fucking hard as shit man she's, she's terrifying yeah. I would not fuck with her a lot of like uh, it's just mo- called Tomb Raider oh it's just Tomb Raider okay I didn't I, I assume it probably yeah. was but you never know I came out five years ago oh yeah. yeah yeah I remember that first came out it had a big hullabaloo but yeah. Rise is cool like she's just gritty as shit it's just not like a like obviously it was a very sexualized Laura Croft, like especially when Angelina Jolie played her like huge boobs and like short shorts, like running through the, the jungle in, in like, in they're trying to make her as sexualized as possible. And it's like, all right, she's like a, she's like the Indiana Jones of this. Like, and then when they came out with the new, this new Laura Croft and she just like, she's like a bandaged arm. Cause it's all fucked up. Like a, like a big ass knife, like a cool bow and arrow. I was like, Oh my God. She she's gonna fuck up everyone that comes across her, and that's just what I'm feeling. It's, aesthetically, it, it is fucking cool, man. And we're getting to that point in video games where uh, hopefully studios are gonna stop over sexualizing women. And mm-hmm. I, I, it, I feel like the Tomb Raider was a, a big step in that direction of of not making either them a damsel in distress, or if they are the protagonist, they're just like hypersexualized. You know, I didn't know that Shadows just came out. Shit, now I really gotta finish Rise so I can play Shadows. Yeah, it's good. Uh, I definitely recommend it. So it just—I feel like it's the 
because at the beginning of Rise is where you go, you start off on the mountaintop, right? And yeah. You're like trudging through the snow. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's right. Yeah. It's it's it good. It's good. It's, it picks up kind of like where Rise left off. Yeah. And I forgot how much I enjoy that that game because they did a lot right with like the UI elements and how they yeah. did like the the quick time events. Yeah. And how they did a lot of like, the that? animations and uh, I think Square Enix. I think Square Enix makes good games, dude. They do make good games. They, they make good games. Uh, yeah, so I'd be curious to see what you think about that because I haven't. I played it for PC because it came with like a free copy of like one of my video cards, like my nine nine eighty. I think it came with. Yeah, and then I had it for. I have it for PS four. Did twenty eighty uh, come with any games? I feel like that's the thing they do. I wish it did, but I don't know. Maybe like if I ever get it, it'll, <sighs> maybe it'll come come in with stuff. So I'd be curious to see if. Call of Duty has it uh, has ray tracing enabled for it. I know Battlefield does, and I have Battlefield for PC, so I'm definitely gonna be playing it, playing Battlefield and and uh, Call of Duty on PC. Yeah. So God, Call of Duty. When's when's Call of Duty come out? Uh, October twelfth. God, so soon. So many so games. Two weeks. That's. I, two f- weeks. I feel like we always end our, our our podcast on. Oh my God, there's so many games. How are we gonna live? There are so many games, and yeah. I'm like I. To not end on a kind of downer, but uh, I've been I haven't really been streaming much. I've been kind of taking a break. Yeah, and I've also I've also moved from YouTube to Twitch. Yeah, so, I've never seen that um, because we didn't really get a chance to talk about it. But I'll I'll put a note in the show notes. But uh, uh, YouTube is is ending its YouTube gaming section. Why? Uh, I don't know. It makes I no really sense. don't know. Here, uh, here I'll put it in the Slack so you can take a look at it. Um, but uh, yeah, they're ending it, and so they're just making it just part of YouTube streaming, I guess. But I really like the YouTube gaming. Yeah, it was a cool uh, little section interface, and um, but it is what it is. Yeah, it is what it is. Well, come back, come back to the dark side of Twitch. Uh, yeah, it's it's fine. I've been doing it. Um, it's just you know I, I don't have a presence on Twitch, but I've just been trying to do yeah. it, and it's just I'm not motivated really to stream because I I'm waiting until. Uh, blackout comes out for sure and then i'm really gonna be hitting it hard oh yeah but, i mean i think i think we're gonna see a big contingency on twitch migrate from Fortnite to blackout when we get it oh i guess it's uh just the app itself is ending okay so youtube gaming will still exist in i guess some, not, not uh, as but a, yeah i guess just not as a, its own ending thing but i was just getting like i was getting hit with like this is the thing that really annoys me is I was just getting hit with copyright issues from playing games that have music in it. Right. Like, why are you going to hit me with a copyright issue or a copyright claim when there is games that it, there's music that's natively within the games? I I'm assume not streaming it's because music. they they the game paid for it. I guess that's the only thing I, I can think guess. of. I just don't. I just don't like that. I'm with so you, dude. It's like, yeah, you're going to take away my like. I'm not making a ton of money, but like I know I have. Um, Something, you know, I have, something from it. I have something like you know, it's a small amount of dollars. But like, what if some big streamer is you know making tons of money off of ad revenue from that stream? Yeah. Now all the ad revenue he he earned now goes to some company. That's just that's just bullshit. It, it, the way that Twitch does is interesting because they just mute that section if they think that it's been copyrighted breach. Yeah, so and I think that's fine. That's what you should. That's what it should be. Like, like, whenever I stream just... jujitsu, like we have music playing in the background during rolling. And a lot of times during the, the when I go back to the video to watch it, there's like red sectioned out because the audio was like a cop, like a song came through that they considered no bueno to have in the stream. Yeah, but it's fine. Yeah, it is, so. well, good. You know, I, I personally like I like Twitch. It's meant for us. 
it's meant for what we're doing. I know YouTube is, you know, a lot of people like the user interface, the search functionality, like the SEO stuff on, on YouTube, but I, I just like the way Twitch is set up. I mean, granted, it would be nicer if there was some kind of more spotlight for smaller streamers, because when you sign up, when you log on to Twitch, it's just like Ninja, Ninja. <laughs> ninja. Yeah, it's hard. It's hard to find, but it's, it is what it is. Yeah. Um, Keep we'll see. It's just it's just just starting over. I'm not really worried about it. I'm yeah. just kind of like enjoying the time and not really like really thinking. I did what Upshaw did, said and like hide the viewer account. I'm just live for streaming. sure. I got raided a couple times, which was really fun. Well, that's fun. Yeah, randomly like mad people came through. I was like, oh, <laughs> like random. Go, see, man. that that would be a cool thing if more big streamers did that when they were just chilling. They just like raided into a smaller streamer, and that's what happened to me. You know, like some some random dude came through, and raided me. It was awesome. Started hosting me. It was a cool, yeah. Dope, awesome. Yeah, Anything man. else you want to add to it? No, nah, this was a good. This is a good chat on stuff. This was good. We hit a lot of cool points, a lot of good stuff, and you know, again, don't forget, you know, our next episode we'll have we'll have Comic Con stuff for for y'all. I'm, I'm really excited. I, I mean, I'm just excited for Comic Con anyway, but to go with my buddy and then do some stuff for our podcast is a, a nice little extra deal. Yeah, and like to be able to talk to people in person and get people's feedback and whatnot. Don't don't let me forget to get releases too. Oh yeah. Well, oh, I guess we we do need it for audio, right? Yeah. It's just yeah. a matter of just I have a little clipboard with like, hey, do you mind signing your name here if you don't mind us using your voice? Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. always got to protect yourself no, before you wreck yourself. <laughs> you're you're just the sweetest man. <laughs> you're absolutely I'm right trying. though, because I never thought of that. My dumbass would have got us sued. Well, I I don't think that you portrayed me well. Oh, sorry. <laughs> They're your words. Yeah. You said them. You said them. <laughs> that doesn't sound like me. All right. Well. Yeah. We're going to auto-tune everybody. Thanks, guys, for taking a listen to us. We'll be back in two weeks with our coverage from Comic-Con. And in the meantime, you can check us out on Instagram at overachievers.podcast, on Twitter at overachieversp. You can check out me at, at Vash and Dami at Ashy Pastrami. Thanks, yeah. and we'll see you next time. Later, y'all. good one i enjoyed that one that was, yeah. that was a, I, I, I mean i enjoyed all of them i think we're doing a really cool thing here i i i, I that, was, that was some good content in there yeah it's funny is that i'm like people are kind of messaging me now and like kind of giving me shit for doing podcasts which is kind of strange no yeah you'd be surprised people like a lot know? of people or randos yeah, there's, there's there's some people who are like sending me I mean, they're joking, but it's like being very passive aggressive, joking about it and being like, like, uh, today's day and age, uh, uh, podcast, everybody, like if you have a podcast, it's the equivalent of having like a lower back tattoo. I'm like, fuck off. (laughs) What a funny thing to say. What a shitty thing to say on both ends. Yeah. It's like, I don't know. I'm sorry. I want to become a content creator. Yeah. And, and it's like. Why not do it? There's a, a million different ways to to output media and content now. I like this one a lot. I like yeah. this one a lot. And the biggest, I haven't gotten any shit from anyone. Maybe I've got I've, I've gotten made fun of for streaming. I've been I've been made fun of for streaming, but whatever for those people. 
Yeah, but, about the same. The nicest thing is how everyone just says how good, how professional we sound, which I agree. I think we sound, we come across very clear and precise and eloquent and also just all around like audio wise, which all the props go to you for, for fucking setting all this up. Cause I wouldn't even know where to start. I would have had like my shitty USB condenser mic still. <laughs> well, I just needed to, uh, you know, I just did the research. That's all it was just yeah. research and testing and seeing what works, what doesn't. And like, I like the blue Yeti, but like, that was a good way to start now with these new shore mics with actual, like, you know, their XLL marks mics going into an actual mixer. That's going yeah. via U- you know usb it just works out better it makes it sound better because they you know when people uh when people listen to podcasts they expect a certain level of quality so for sure and i, I like it's funny because with streaming the quality should be there but a lot of people get by on like having like over over gain on their mic and just screaming all the time or having like a pixelated camera or whatever but that's like their their bit you know but with podcasts i don't want to listen to that shit unless it sounds crisp yeah, so we just have to get, uh, the only thing with that is we'll just have to get some echo suppression stuff. I know, it. it's hard, it. in the apartment it's hard to do in the apartment. All I, you I, all you really need is, so like if you turn around and look behind you, that little bit of like white wall space that's, no, 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 like to your uh, back right, back right, in the corner. Other, other corner, back, yeah, back right. Essentially right it. there. <laughs> yeah, so if, if you have like... You know, some uh, just a little bit of foam, like on that on that side, because that's where your oh. mic is pointing. It's just echo. It's just hitting oh. off of that, and we're and bouncing back into the mic. Oh shit! Okay, yeah. So, well, so for those of you that don't see behind me, if you never watch the stream, is I have like you know some art behind me on the wall. It's chill, but soon enough that will come down because I'm putting up a cat shelves from from my baby. It's a chill behind me while I'm while I'm playing video games. So I can do some of this, like little pets, little pets, and have them in the stream. And uh, when that happens, I'll foam in between it and just the shit yeah. too. Yeah, that'll just help because, like, I mean, for me, I have like this corner back here by me. Yeah, uh, that has foam on it, and that just that just catches the the you know the sound waves bouncing off of the wall and coming back right. into the mic, Fair. which is why it's you know that's why there's echo essentially, yeah. and it sounds like you're in a big room, which is I mean, not echo. a big room, but you know, that's I all like, it is. I wish I was in a big room. It's the same thing when you go into like and you don't have any th- any furniture in a room and you go into it, it sounds right. very echoey. It's the same for thing. sure. Yeah, yeah. There's nothing absorbing the sound. Sounds uh, man, audio stuff is so serious. I mean, I didn't know anything about audio. Oh, yeah. and I still don't. I just have you. I, I, I mean, I really don't. I really don't know. But uh, it's yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, yeah, I'm looking through. I'm doing all this QR code stuff right now. So yeah, is it easy um, to do? How does that work? Yeah, it just you know I just created a free account on this QR code generator. Um, I don't. I just want basic. I don't want dynamic. Come on. I'm gonna make. I think I'm gonna make a, a logo similar to what we did for the, the thousand followers, just with like our info, the logo, and on the back of that we could put the QR code for. How will that go? Just to our our profile on like Overcast, or would that be an episode? Uh, I was thinking of just doing it. I was doing two. I was thinking about doing two: one for Apple and one for Google Play. Probably that's probably smart. Yeah. Yeah, just for Apple and Android. Yeah. So I think that's probably the easiest and probably fuck the, yeah. The I think that's a great idea, man. And then to, also <laughs> definitely the that. the uh, releases. <laughs> yeah. So I'm just looking into it now, and it seems pretty simple and straightforward to um, generate one. Yeah. Cool. Uh, I don't need 
any of this stuff. My website code. I don't know what the fuck that is. Um, we could always put our logo in the middle of it. That would be kind of cool. Well, I was going anyway. to do it on the flip side or no? So what? On the flip side of it, like had the QR codes by themselves and then the yeah. other side be the logo. Was that what you're thinking? I didn't hear the last thing you said. Discord's lo- doing its the- usual thing where it drops audio. I don't know why it like, hates me because you always come do- through it, clear. It does it for me all the time. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's just something. No, it's not It's not your mic. It's, uh, that's why, like, as much as I hate um We Skype, could use Slack video too, you know. Slack has video? Oh, yeah, dude. That's how it all follow, or Creative Solutions. That's how we all talk to each other via our, our bosses in Irvine. That's weird. Yeah. Uh, uh, but okay. no, I mean, uh, I was thinking one side be logo, then one side be QR code. Or is uh, that probably yeah. stupid? That's, okay. No, no, that's that's pretty much exactly what I was thinking. Cool. Perfect. Uh, um, all right. Yeah, man. Let's do that. You want to call it? Cool. Yeah, let's call it. For those of you that stick around through the after show, I want to give you a big shout out for hanging out. Uh, this was Dami G and Charlie A coming at you live in the Eastern Seaboard. That's my that's my like jazz radio voice. He's sound okay, I'm stopping it now. <laughs> 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 <laughs>